Welcome to the Moon in You podcast. My name is Susan Hart. Today, I'd like to talk to you about the new moon in Gemini. The theme is about finding peace in the silence. But first, I'd like to acknowledge country. In the spirit of reconciliation, the moon in you acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. I pay my respect to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. I love new moons. They happen when the healing sun pairs up with the intuitive moon. There is an opportunity to get clear on which new chapter you want to write over the next two weeks that will be released on the next full moon. Most new moons are considered opportune times to check ourselves and consider how we've been travelling in a particular area of our life. This new moon is ruled by Mercury, and for an introvert like me, this is going to be a wild cerebral ride. Not only could my mental and social energy be heightened, but I'll also be stirred to think about how I've been receiving information and communicating it to others. Gemini excels not only at speaking, but at listening and absorbing what other people have to say. It is important to be patient with people over the coming few weeks, especially if they love to chatter. So I'm not a chatter, but my husband is. So I'm going to be very mindful about that and be very patient with him because his mind just goes a thousand miles an hour. And I just have to be mindful of that. At this time, more than ever, it would be of great benefit to begin a meditation practice or mindfulness and prayer practice. We tell ourselves so many stories. So much chatter fills our head. Some of it is true, some not so true. And these stories impact our lives as we tend to act them out. Why not empower yourself and stimulate your mind with courageous content? Imagine doing noble acts of kindness Play a different movie in your head where you are the victor, not the victim. You are the champion, the lover, the saviour, but you are never the victim. Gemini is fun to be around, bouncing from one topic to another. I do have a lot of Gemini friends and I really, really love them and I love being around them. But as an introvert, I wake up in the morning and I have five coins and every interaction I give a coin away so by the end of the fifth coin when that's gone I need to come back home put my slippers on and I just need to rest and not be around anybody I suspect that a lot of Geminis are extroverts maybe I don't know that I'm just sort of suggesting that they might be And they might actually wake up with no coins in their wallet. They wake up and they are tired and they have to have social interactions to be energised. Each social interaction they have 
gives them a coin. So by the end of the day, they are buzzed and they are happy and they are fun and they are full of beans. That's actually the difference between an extrovert and an introvert. I have fun. I can have a Gemini personality at times. However, I was born an introvert. I always have been and I always will be. I wake up well and happy and satisfied, especially if I've had a couple of days on my own. And then when I go out, I am full of fun and full of fervor. But then at the end of the day, I'm spent. So if you are not a native-born Gemini, here is your opportunity to try new things, see new people, and experience the world through a different lens. So you know now what the Gemini energy you might be expecting, so embrace that. But if you are an introvert, just make sure you look after yourself. Gemini can take a lot of information and organize words in an orderly fashion. Gemini has incredible problem-solving abilities. If one way doesn't work for a Gemini, they will have plenty of ideas of how to tackle a, a dilemma and can adapt to any situation. If you work with a Gemini, give them credit for this outstanding natural ability. The most challenging thing for a Gemini is to relax the mind. This can be managed by focusing the mind, deep breathing and yoga or another form of exercise that kind of helps the body relax. Overall, these exercises and this, these breathing exercises and meditation will help slow down the Gemini's rapid thinking. Meditation will help you find peace within the silence. And I know that that might be a bit scary for some Geminis. And if you're even on the cusp of, a Gem of Gemini, you're, con you're constantly aware of your thoughts and your gathering of information. But your challenge will be to just relax the mind a bit and find some peace, find stillness, find space in the silence of the mind. There is a shadow side as well for Gemini. Gemini is easily distracted and find it hard to finish what they started. Gemini can seem contrary, going opposite to what is said, as they can see both sides. It's at this time that I'd like to acknowledge my teacher in regards to all my astrological learnings, and that's Kerry Hurrigan. Over the last four or five years, she has taught me so much about how to integrate the 12 star signs, both the new moon and the full moon, into my life. And I am so appreciative of her. If you're listening, Carrie, thank you so much for everything that you've done. So the key Gemini facts. Gemini's ruling planet is Mercury, and Mercury is about communication, the messenger of the gods, and intellect. Gemini rules the third house, and that's about siblings, thoughts, communication style, and speed of clarity. The symbol is the twins. This is what I love, Gemini medical ruler. Gemini rules the arms, the hands, the shoulders, the bronchial tubes, and the lungs. Gemini element is air, which is all about mental, the mental aspect. Gemini's modality, it's a mutable sign, it's adaptable, flexible. And Gemini's counterbalance is Sagittarius. Here are some suggestions that you should do during this beautiful Gemini new moon. Meditate. 
If you've never meditated before and you'd like to start, I have a free app and it's called The Moon and You. There's a link on the blog and there's a link here in the show notes. It has eight guided meditations for you. I suggest that you use them and enjoy them and try and find some peace during the next couple of weeks. So listen to underlining messages of what people are saying. Over the next two weeks, you'll be interacting with a lot of people. There's going to be a lot of words. Sometimes there are meanings in between the words, in between the spaces, in the silence. There is a tone. There is a thought that you can feel, a tone that you can listen to. And you might be able to start using your intuition and then maybe some underlying messages. And when you do feel them, ask inquiring questions. Where did you get that idea from? What has influenced you in that idea? You can start a journal and you can write about your daydreams. I love doing that. In my line of work as a bookkeeper, I've been doing that for over 25 years and I've been in the accounting industry for so long that... My work becomes automatic sometimes. So as I'm working, I tend to sometimes daydream. And so I stop myself and I just write down a couple of points on a pad next to me so that I can come back to it. It's amazing what the mind can do. You could be doing something and then suddenly a thought would come in. So write that down. Write that thought down. That is very important because somewhere, somehow, your subconscious has lifted this up into your brain and made itself known to you. So take a pen and paper with you or your iPad or or whatever you use to jot down notes. And then you can expand on it later, but just those initial intuitive thoughts, write them down. Say yes to a few social engagements. Now, I suppose I'm talking to the introverts out there. I love it when when I've got an event on and then it gets cancelled and I just go, yes, I'm so happy (laughs) because I'm an introvert and having something cancel is the greatest joy of my life. So the challenge, I suppose, for introverts during this beautiful new moon in Gemini is to say yes to a few engagements. So if something cancels, why don't you just ring up a friend and say, hey, do you want to come out because something's just cancelled? I'm all dressed, I'm ready to roll. Let's go do something. So challenge yourself a little bit further and push yourself to do some more social interactions because this Gemini new moon will give you the, the strength to do that. Watch your gossip tendencies. One of the things that I find difficult is when I'm with a group of females, we get carried away sometimes. We love the, the joy of being in a tribe. We love our girlfriends around us. But one of the tendencies that I've found is that we sometimes latch on to a piece of gossip and we all have opinions over it. And I'm not saying that's good or bad. I'm just saying that's what we tend to do. So what would be great over the next couple of weeks is when you're in that situation and something arises and there's gossip around someone or something, whether it be a friend or a movie star or family member or whatever it might be, just sit back, observe how you're feeling 
as these conversations take place, do you get excited about it? Do you contribute? Are you okay in contributing? Are you are you the culprit? <laughs> do you love the drama of it? Gossip for me has a harmful undertone and I try really hard to stop myself from gossiping if I can. I'm human, I'm a woman, I sometimes get caught up in it as well. I think it's fun. I'm sometimes the culprit as well. But then I stop myself and then I try to put a positive spin on it as well. You can always start a project or finish a project. Now, I mentioned before that Geminis are great at starting everything and anything. They're so enthusiastic, but then they don't finish projects. But I'm a Scorpio and I had the same issue as well. I love starting projects. I love starting new journal pads. I love starting like on a new piece of artwork or a new piece of music that I'm writing or whatever it is. But then suddenly halfway through it, I go, nah, I'm done. But I get bored easily. When that boredom comes, what I tend to do is I go, okay, I'm now bored, but I don't throw it away. I step back and then I leave it for a couple of days and then I come back and then I'm refreshed and then I'm happy and I go, okay, I can, I can give more to it. So this is my introvert nature and maybe even bored, not the right word. Maybe fatigue is a better word that I can use. Yes. Yes. Fatigued. So you need to go away. You need to regroup. And then when you come back, you might be able to then finish the project. Another thing you could do is you could start a yoga practice, meditation practice. You could become more involved with prayer. And when we pray, sometimes we treat spirit or God as a butler. And we're always saying, oh, God, please make this happen. Please do this. Please do that. Um, may, you know, may the Lord rain upon us blessings and goodness and all that sort of stuff. And I'm not saying that that's a bad thing, but again, watch yourself because you know what? Spirit for me, it's not a butler. <laughs> and about 40 years ago, when I was a young woman in the Church of Christ, which is uh, uh, an offshoot of the Baptist Church, which is an offset of, I think, the Uniting Church, which is an offset against Presbyterian or Methodist, which is then an offset of Church of England. Wow, what a family tree. I I had that sort of feeling of, what am I praying? I'm praying for shit. I'm just praying for shit. I'm just praying for stuff to happen to me, good things to happen to me. And I thought, I'm done. This is not the way it is. And when I was introduced to yoga and meditation, meditation is finding silence in the brain. And then when you have silence, there is peace. And for my Christian listeners, when the Bible talks about the peace that passes all understanding, that peace can only be found when your mind is still and you are just being. You are just quiet. And then from that quietness, you can find peace. There's no need to ask for anything. More than ever, our world needs peace. So over the next couple of weeks, when Gemini's energy creates 
so much noise in your head. Just remember, you can find peace just by sitting quietly and acknowledging your breath and slowing down by breathing slowly and sending love to the world, sending love and peace. And whenever you're feeling agitated or feeling despair or feeling hatred or feeling judgmental, just breathe through that. Allow it to come and then let it go and then send out love. I'd like to talk to you now about how your cycle, your menstrual cycle, uh, might be impacted as well. So wherever you are during this next week in this new moon in Gemini, in your cycle, I'll, I'll talk about four areas, so four weeks. So you might be in your week one, which is your menses, week two, which is your estrogen rise, week three, where your progesterone rises and your estrogen drops, or week four, and depending on your progesterone levels, you may have a week of PMS, or you might just have a day of PMS, depending on how you're balancing of your hormones. So if you're in week one on your menses, then you may feel a bit withdrawn when you're on your menses so if you bleed on the new moon it's a very tender time for you it's a time to call yourself inwards a time to nourish self in ways you've never considered before so gemini is a medical ruler of the arms hands shoulders bronchial tubes and lungs how do you feel about picking one of these areas and pampering yourself with intention so perhaps you might apply a salt scrub to your arms and hands and then gently massage some warm sesame seed oil with an essential oil like frankincense or over your arms and your hands and then breathe it in. You might try investing in a, sh- a shoulder massage or an Indian massage where you sit in a chair and your shoulders and your head are just massaged. You might also want to get out in nature and fill your lungs with scent so the bronchial tubes are filled and your lungs are filled with natural incense of the earth and the trees and the grasses. Perhaps taking your awareness of your discomfort around your period pain and onto other parts of your body will bring balance to this week. Science shows us that if you're in pain, And if you dwell on that pain, the pain becomes bigger. But if you've got pain and you focus on other areas of the body, say, for example, as I mentioned before, a lovely massage or gentle um, massage of the arms with a sea salt scrub or sugar scrub, it does take away from the pain of other areas. So just try it and see how you go. So now let's move on to week two. The rising hormone estrogen has naturally switched your brain power on. Your mental sharpness is enhanced this week with the powerful combo of estrogen and Gemini energy. Use this time wisely and become laser focused on your projects to bring them into the world. Become the manifester of your dreams. Be aware of the internal relentless chatter. If you are prone to overanalyzing of conversations and events, stop and refocus on the positive. Try to structure your brilliant, hyperactive, analyzing mind, writing down your thoughts in a journal. Once you've written down all the factors and formed your perspective, 
it'll be easier to put the issue at rest in your mind. If your week three falls within the new moon in Gemini, then I'd like to ask you to consider the food that you are eating. So food is a priority this week. Keep your thoughts simple when it comes to your food choices and don't be distracted by the many options available to you. The idea this week is to maintain optimal levels of progesterone through week three and week four, so to avoid a week-long PMS. In reality, you really should only have one day of PMS, which is the day before your period, when all your levels drop off. There are many foods you can choose that will support your body during the two weeks after ovulation. I'd like to share with you some information that I received from a blog written by Sally Fitzgerald. It was written in 2018. There is a link in the blog here for you to read the full article, but this is what she talks about. She says, insufficient progesterone is linked to difficulties with fertility and conception, anxiety, and in fact, many of the symptoms that also occur with an imbalance of estrogen. This is because the two hormones work in concert with one another. And it is their balance that influences us more than the effect of one hormone alone. Progesterone can often be too low in relation to estrogen. While progesterone itself isn't found in foods, there are several nutrients that can support its natural production. Vitamin C is a great one, as it helps not only to boost progesterone, but it supports our immune system and adrenals, as well as both of which suffer when we are under stress, which in turn is a common cause of lowered progesterone. I've spoken about that many times. So try eating more red peppers, kiwi fruit, strawberries, citrus, and papaya. She goes on. Vitamin E found in foods such as nuts, seeds, and their oils, wheat germ, avocado, and mango raises the progesterone levels of some women by increasing blood flow to the ovaries. You can also try increasing your intake of, now this is L-arginian, L-arginine, an amino acid as this will improve blood flow. This amino acid is found in vegan foods including peanuts, nuts, seeds and cacao. Pumpkin and cashew nuts are particularly good choices as they also contain good levels of zinc and zinc promotes progesterone through its effect on the pituitary gland. Supplementing with vitamin B6 can also increase progesterone levels, but it's best done under a naturopath's supervision or a dietitian's supervision as the dose is quite high. So that's some great information that you can use during this week. Now week four, I cannot impress upon you how important it is to learn to meditate. It is good for when you want to pray. It's good for when you want to relax. It's good when you want to calm anxiety. It's just good. I have for you a link to a podcast that I did some years back now. On the podcast, I interview Angelique Pratton, a devotee and teacher of meditation. So if you're week four, falls during this new moon in Gemini, I encourage you to allow yourself one hour to listen and absorb this podcast. 
learn to meditate during this new moon in Gemini and you'll be able to calm the mind and find the silence you seek. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'd like to share with you just one thing before I let you go. On my website, themooninyou.com, there is an area called What We Love and under that is a member area. If you go to the member area, you'll find that there is a join for free area where you could go onto my class, Budgeting on the New Moon. One of the questions that most people ask me in business is, where did my money go? The cornerstone of financial literacy is knowing the answer to this question. I have a free financial literacy class called Budgeting on the New Moon. In this class, you will learn how to set up and maintain a simple budget while gaining tools to create a mindset to keep you steady and true so you can reach your financial goals. Sometimes it's not about getting more money, finding more money or manifesting more money. Sometimes it's about looking at what you have and using it appropriately. So what does this free class offer? We have three meditations, of course. We have a 30-day journal book. We have a video tutorial with a step-by-step explanation of budgeting. We have 12 mini podcasts about the new moon and her associated star signs. So no matter what month you start your budget in, there is a little podcast that will talk about the star sign and what money energies might be around that month when you are starting a new budget or reviewing an old budget. There are detailed Excel spreadsheets you can use each month and the best part, it's completely free. I look forward to seeing you in class. Thank you so much. Enjoy this new moon and I will see you on the other side. Bye for now.